What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Let's go. It could all be worse. I could be a hater like you. It could all make the man, but that poison's gonna chew you. Now say with your chest. What's happening, everybody? Once again, it's 6 p.m. Sunday. Hey, what's going on? I'm glad to spend this holiday time period with you. It is Sunday after Christmas. I hope everybody's Christmas was wonderful, bright, and cheery. Okay? I hope it all worked out for you. I hope you got what you wanted. And if you didn't get what you wanted, I hope that you're able to get it in the future. Hey, always feels good to stay positive, doesn't it? I know. I know. Well, let me make sure that I don't have, make sure make sure I don't have any crazy voices because I've been playing around with my voice changer. And let's get into the shameless plug so we can get out the way and talk about the big thing that happened Christmas Day which is Wonder Woman 84. So shameless plug goes a little bit like this. Thank you for watching the podcast recording here on youtube.com slash going full nerd. If you haven't already done so, and you're just stumbling across this, please hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and the bell. So you get notifications on when I'm online 
or when I post a new video. Guaranteed, every Sunday, I'm going to go ahead and be here recording the podcast. But you never know when I might drop that bonus content for you to go ahead and take a look at. In addition, you can check out the podcast that we record this for on its home, which is anchor.fm slash going full nerd. Or you can check it out on iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, what is that? Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, Spotify, uh, pretty much wherever you consume your podcast listing needs. Just go and look for Going Full Nerd. No spaces, just Going Full Nerd. Plus, you can also check out some video game streaming on twitch.tv slash goingfullnerd. Buy some cool merchandise on goingfullnerd.com. And follow me on Twitter, where you get a little more uncensored view of your boy Onyx. And that is twitter.com slash Onyx, O-N-Y, triple X, one, nine, six, nine. Thanks a lot. Okay, now we got the shameless plug out the way. I Hopefully, I didn't miss anything other than telling you guys to like, share, and subscribe. And plus, hit this with a thumbs up. Please hit it with a like so I know that you're here, even if you do not chat. That lets me know we got some engagement. But anyway, let's move on. So... I know last week, the podcast, I um, pretty much promised, I said, yo, you know what? I'm not going to talk about Mandalorian, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Mandalorian in a future video. Well, I did not record that video. Christmas has just been a crazy time for me. There have been things that I pretty much had to cope with, had to deal with, but that's okay. I'm not going to let it bring me down. I'm going to stay positive, I'm going to stay focused, and I am going to continue to move ahead. Now, let's let's get to the rest of this. All right. Now, the hype was real. It was real. It it was it was really real. Let me take a sip of the adult beverage <laughs> as I go. Mm. The hype was real. The Wonder Woman sequel finally hit theaters, sort of, <laughs> sort of, sort of, kind of. <laughs> and, you know, this movie was originally supposed to um, be released back in December of 2019. So it's a whole year later. But, you know, because due to the pandemic, you know, many theaters being closed, you know, Many blockbusters, like this one, it was supposed to be, found themselves being pushed back. Now, I watched it myself on Christmas Day with the wife and my grandson, because, you know, we do the superhero thing together as a, as a, as a close-knit little family. And, you know, my granddaughter, she slept through it. I don't know. She, she, she stayed upstairs doing, doing girl things. It, it is what it is. But. Here's the deal. Some people were just happy about this movie. And some say instead of being pushed back, it should have been pushed off of a cliff. Now, I'm like, oh my gosh, is it that bad? Was that was the problem? Well, let me tell you, before we even get started, let me hit you with the line. Warning. 
there may be some spoilers ahead. So if you did not see Wonder Woman 84, hey, continue to listen, continue to watch the video at your own risk. But if you're like me, you don't care about spoilers because you got to see it to get your own emotion, to get your own feeling, to say your own opinion. Because I am not a movie critic. I am not. I refuse to be classified as such. I am a regular dude like you. Okay. And I'm going to say dude because I'm a guy. You know, but to the dudes and dudettes out there, however you choose to identify, what I am going to say is this. It is all about how you interpret it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you what I call the good, the bad, the what the, <laughs> the 80s. Yeah, the what the, the 80s. Now, I'm going to say it. I am going to spoil it. I am going to spoil it. But here we go. Everybody pretty much expects me to bash Warner Brothers superhero films because of my disagreement or my feelings towards how Zack Snyder made the core of Warner Brothers DC Comics superhero, meaning Superman and Batman, so dark, and how I treated those movies. I mean, I didn't really... I'm not going to say I didn't care for them. I'm going to say I didn't give them raging, raving reviews. Okay? Now, a lot of people say I treated the lighter-toned Warner Brothers movies like, oh, my God, they were great. Like, you know, Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Okay? I, I enjoy those. You know, the original ones, the first ones. Okay? No, you know, it is. But I plan on taking that different approach about this movie, about Wonder Woman 84. Because just like in the reviews you see online, my house, I told you, me, my grandson, my wife watched this. We were split between the three of us how we felt about the movie. Okay? We were, we were split. The three of us had totally different opinions, okay? Everybody had a totally different opinion. Now, although I don't think there was an extreme hate for the film, you know, I, I, I didn't hate it. I don't think my grandson hated it. I know my wife didn't hate it, okay? But let's take a look at the good, the bad, the what the regarding this movie. So let's start off with the good, all right? We're going to start off with the good. First thing I'd like to do is I would like to thank Warner Brothers, okay? Because as much as I like the movie theater experience, being able to stream this in the comfort of my own home was a benefit for me for so many reasons. For so many, 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 many reasons, okay? Now, here's the thing. Will theaters go away? Hopefully, never. We got to have the movie theater experience. The movie theater experience is something that is awesome. It is a place of magic. It is a place of excitement. It is a place where you could get out and you can feel the emotion of everybody in the room. It, it, it is what it is. Okay? But this option kept my anxiety, okay, regarding the current pandemic down. All right? It, it, kept, my, it kept it down. 
All right. And the reason why I say kept it down, I ain't have to worry about somebody making noise in the back, coughing in the back of my neck, snoring, catching something. I ain't got no business catching because I already panic when I go have my panic attacks, when I go grocery shopping and stuff that I got to go do, you know, so, you know, to go do a recreational activity. I know people say, oh, don't worry. You got to wear your mask. You keep it. You know, they got thing. You know, I don't trust nobody because people are nasty. People are nasty, but that's a that's that's a that's a story for a whole nother time. All right, so thank you, Warner Brothers, for releasing this in theaters for those who wanted it in theaters, and thank you so much for releasing it on HBO Max, so that I could see it. Okay, from the privacy of my own home, big screen TV, nice. Second thing that I kind of marked is good for this film, Gal Gadot. Now. I'm, I'm going to say it. She is a great choice as Wonder Woman. I, I, I'm, I'm happy for that. It is what it is. You know, as somebody who grew up with Linda Carter as Wonder Woman, we're going to get more on that a little bit later. She is making our mark as a good modern day embodiment for this live action version. Okay. A great heir apparent. Thank you, Gal Gadot. Appreciate it. I, I like it. She does the character justice. She's a decent actress when it comes to this. It's banging. I dig it. Second thing I liked about the movie, Christian Wig, Kirsten Wig, Kristen Wig, Kristen Wig. Okay. Kristen Wig. She played Cheetah, Minerva, Dr. Minerva. All right, listen. We need her as the villain Cheetah in future films. We need, we need to come back on this one. Okay. The character design, awesome. We all seen the travesty that was cats. <laughs> I mean, people dressed up in cat costumes and all that. It, it, that was creepy. This is, this is how it should have been done. This is how it should have been done. She looked great, even down to the tail. She made, you know, she made her villainous turn. That was awesome. I dug it. You know, I could really see this character doing more if allowed, but... The way the movie played out, I think we may have a one and done, folks, which is pretty sad because I think she would be a very, very good future villain for maybe a Legion of Doom. Hmm? That would be so hot if they decide to do that. If they could get their act together, that would be cool. You know, they already talking about Zack Snyder stuff with, with Deathstroke and Luthor and all this stuff. Hey, let's have a cheetah, man. Let's have cheetah. You know, Green Lantern's coming up. Get a Sinestro up in this piece. Let's go old school Super Friends. Just, you know, it, you know, it is. It is. But, you know, it, 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 was, it was real good. It was real good. So I give that credit. All right. Shout out to my people in DMV. Now, here's the thing. For those who don't know, DMV is not Department of Motor Vehicles. That's what we call the D.C., Maryland, Virginia. A lot of this movie was shot in the Washington, D.C. area where I reside now and i could dig it like you know seeing places like landmark mall i used to work in that mall part-time so seeing the layout and everything you know landmark mall rest in peace they're getting ready to tear it down make a hospital and some living complexes it is what it is you know seeing the throw down the throw the flashback throwback fairfax county police cars and that's it that was kind of cool that was great you know and seeing the DC landmarks, that was awesome. You know, for me and the wife sitting there like, oh, we, we were there. We've been there. We've been there. We've been here. We've been there. We've been everywhere. Savoir's Fair. That was kind of cool. I dug it. 
I dug it. But I will say, come on, guys. We need a little attention to detail. I caught an issue where they let something slip. And I'm going to call it out. So if you get a chance to watch it again before they pull it from HBO Max, you know, in 31 days from Christmas, because that's when they're going to get rid of it. It's only going to show for 31 days on the streaming service. Then you got to go to movie theaters or however they're going to do it. But this is the deal. All right. Here we go. When they were inside the subway station, I saw the icon for the Silver Line train in the Washington, D.C. area. Little known fact, there was no Silver Line in 1984. The Silver Line just came about within the past decade. <laughs> so y'all could have at least got a post-it note, a sticky to cover up the Silver Line emblem when you film that part or post-production. Just kind of, you know, get that out of there. Come on now. What, attention to detail, folks, because you know somebody like me, super nerd, is going to pop up in there and say something about it. That minor nitpicking. It is what it is. You know, if you don't believe me, look it up. See when the silver line came into existence in Washington, D.C. All right. Then the last good thing that I'm going to go ahead and say about is fan service. Nods to longtime comic book fans. I'm going to say things like the Invisible Jet, the after credit scene. Yes, the after credit scene with you know who. Okay, that was great. All of that was great. Now, they also slid some Easter eggs in there. And I think I'm a little bit of Easter egg, you know, with the Black Adam gear on today. And the reason why I'm saying it, there's a scene in there where they reference something that Black Adam interacted with in the comic books. So when you figure that out, send me a message on Twitter and let me know what it is okay because i know what it is and i'm not gonna spoil everything but i'm gonna say go look at it check it out see what's happening all right so let's get going let's address the bad okay the first thing that i'm going to say was pretty bad maxwell lord i know you are what do i think of maxwell lord let's talk about maxwell lord okay here's the deal my issue is not with the actor but with the character portrayal itself Okay, I will say this, Pedro Pascal, all right, that's my man, Dan Jeremy, Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal, you the man, dude, but Maxwell Lord in the comic books was a little more focused, in my opinion, than this guy, okay, they got the con man portion down right, early depictions of Maxwell Lord, he was a con man, understandable, okay, the redemption arc from Maxwell Lord was forced upon us. I don't think that was cool. Uh, you know, I mean, comic book Maxwell Lord ended up being a real focused asshole. <laughs> so to have the redemption arc, somebody, somebody said, we got to lighten this up. And that's what they did. It's cool. I, I dig it. I dig it. Now, here's the deal about Maxwell Lord. This is a character who is calculating in the comics. Okay, he plays chess, not checkers. All right, this is a man that outwitted the Batman. This is a man in the comic books that killed the Blue Beetle. This is a man in the comic books that pretty much took over the world through guile, cunning, and similar circumstances as this movie. But 
I think he was a little too superficial, a little too cartoony in this particular one. That's just me. Okay? It is. His motivations were very one-dimensional. I just want everybody to treat me like I'm something. No, okay, whatever, man. It is what it is. All right. Now, here's the other part. We're going to go in there. Lack of action. This is what got my grandson. He kept asking through the movie, yo, are they going to they have some action? Grandpa, where's the action? Where's the action? Where's the action? So here's the thing. The lack of action. Wonder Woman film was devoid of significant action when compared to the first film. Okay, I can understand we're doing character development. This is a buildup. We're showing how you got this character, how you got Wonder Woman to be that warrior you first met in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. But Outside of what I consider four major action sequences in the movie, it felt longer watching the movie than its 151-minute runtime, two and a half hours. It felt longer than that. It felt like, oh, God, man. (sighs) Wow. Okay. The story pacing and the flow of the movie was just slow. Okay, I said it felt longer than what it really was, and I'm I'm one for a good message in a movie. I'm I'm one for it. All right, and I'm good. I love story development. Story development is necessary. I I really do that as a comic book fan. I love story development. But here's the thing: it felt slapped together, and it didn't have proper sequencing. I would have kept a lot of things, but I would have gotten rid of a few things. Okay. I would have gotten some of the, you know, googly eyes between Steve and Wonder Woman. I'd Steve and Diana. Some of the googly eyes was unnecessary. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, a lot of things that you go, how does Steve Trevor fly the jet? <laughs> That's a common. It's like, dude, the, the, he was flying World War II planes. Is it going to be easy for him to fly a jet? Come on, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, Here's something else that really grind my gears, okay? The setting of the 80s, all right? Now, this movie was set in 1984. In 1984, I think that was my sophomore year in high school, (laughs) okay? And the thing about it, you know, looking at the bright-ass colors, seeing the people in the leggings and the big hair and the walking around. and the, I don't remember any of that in the malls. Maybe it's because I grew up in New York, but this was a very cartoon. I, I know I'm talking about a superhero and I'm saying it is too cartoon. But Steve Trevor flying the jet along with the fashion show, him changing Nike's member only, the Miami Vice trend and all that other good stuff. Come on, man. We did we really need those montages? Did we really need that? I don't I don't remember the 84 being that rough. I mean, I was, you know, I think I, I thought I was a little harder than that in 1984, but maybe that was a product of where I live. Maybe that was a product of growing up with my friends, okay? I don't know, but it is what it is, okay? So here's the thing. There are places out there that have done renditions. Stranger Things from Netflix did a great, that that really felt like the 80s to me. Outside of his sci-fi darkness, that really felt like the 80s to me. This felt like some a millennial's version of the 80s when I was watching Wonder Woman 84. 
Just saying. The fanny pack. Yeah, the fanny pack. You know, let it go. They, they were not that crucial back then. I don't remember them being that crucial. I, I had one. I think I still got one in the closet somewhere. But, I, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, here's the thing. Nostalgia is a big thing. And I like it. And I dig it. But when it's done superficially, please, don't attempt it. It's not worth attempting. It wasn't attempting. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. All right, let's go. Let's get down to it so we can get back to our lives, get back to football, get back to whatever we do after Christmas, before New Year's, and getting prepared to lie to ourselves with a bunch of New Year's resolutions. All right, so if you notice, I did not complain about certain things. I did not complain about the complete control of her lasso of truth. I did not complain about her ability to fly, which truthfully in the comic books is she's actually gliding on wind current. If you read the comic book, she's not truly Superman flying. She's kind of like Hulk glide, Hulk jumping and gliding. That's kind of how that works. You know, cause a lot of people were questioning, Oh, wait a minute. Hey, she, why she got an invisible jet if she could fly? Well, I mean, you know, how many times do we see Wonder Woman hover? I mean, I think the most that people have seen uh, Wonder Woman flying, if they don't read the comic books, is like the Justice League cartoons. So yeah, go back, review a few of those, check it out. It is what it is. The flight scenes were reminiscent of, um, say, Superman, Man of Steel, you know, how, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean... That was a lot of fan service, you know. I don't know if it, I mean, I don't know which fans they were trying to get, whether they were trying to get old ones, new ones. I mean, they were all over the place over who they were trying to um, cater to, in my opinion. All right. So here's the thing. Now, if you got a problem with those elements, you really need to pick up a comic book. You need the real Read a comic book. Okay, lasso, the lasso of truth. Let's talk about it. Now, the lasso of truth is really, they took, um, they took the guidance on her lasso from the current run of comics. Gail Simone, the writer of recent Wonder Woman comic books, kind of described the lasso of truth as a deadly weapon. It doesn't only bind you, but it follows its mistress's commands. Saying that the, the 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 that the truth the lasso was an extension of Wonder Woman's powers to get the truth that it could see into your soul and they kind of did that in the movie without being blatantly overt about it. So if you want to put it simply, the lasso per comic books can follow her mental commands. So the blocking of bullets, the swinging on lightning bolts, the things like that, which really it wasn't swinging on lightning bolts because if you remember the fight scene between her and Cheetah, they were she was really swinging between those electrified wires if you look close. I don't, I don't really think it was lightning bolts. Maybe I have to watch it again. I know the trailer made it look like lightning bolts, but I have to look at it. I have to look at it, but it has happened in comic books. That's the thing. 
They took it from the source material. So we can't argue. We can't fuss. We All we could do is sit there and say, maybe I don't think they should have did that. It is okay. But it did seem slightly overpowered. I mean, you know. <laughs> waving like the helicopter, you know, whatever. You know, blocking bullets. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so you guys really want to know what your boy Onyx gives Wonder Woman 84, all right? Where does it fall on the going full nerd scale? Well, here's where it falls, right in the middle. It is a take it or leave it movie. It is a take it or leave it movie. You, I gave it a three right up the middle, okay? You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. But it doesn't flow either way for your boy. And the reason being is because I think it's too little, too late. These are the kind of things that should have happened before her introduction in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Now, for those Zack Snyder cats who are going to complain and say this wasn't the warrior woman and thing like that. This is not the Wonder Woman I'm used to. This ain't the Wonder Woman from the first movie. This ain't the Wonder Woman from Justice League or Batman v Superman. No, it is not. This is a growing Wonder Woman. This is the one coming into herself. This is the development of the character that should have happened prior to seeing those versions. That's it. Plain and simple. Okay, here's my thing. I wouldn't take any risk to go see this in theaters. It's not worth it. If this was a normal movie going time, I would have said skip the IMAX, skip any special showings and catch a matinee. That's how I feel about Wonder Woman 84. Am I happy? Yeah. Am I going to watch it again before it's 31 days or over on the streaming service? Eh, maybe. I might glance it just to see if I missed anything, you know, but. The thing about it, it is what it is. Three, straight up the middle. It wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad either. Take it or leave it. Your mileage may vary. Now let's talk about one blaring thing. And you could call this the, the Onyx 2 movement, but I think Wonder Woman should be brought on charges because in essence, she did have carnal knowledge of the guy that Steve Trevor possessed his body. And basically, you know, in seeing him at the end of the movie, she kind of gave him that look like, hmm, I hit that. That is so wrong. That is so wrong. We didn't get any explanation of that. And that really, really is wrong in so many ways. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay, so I don't know if this was intentional. This is not empowering. This is actually rather creepy and not something that I would want, you know, advertised or that should have kind of left it on the editing room floor. That's just me. Just me. And thank you very much for getting the post credit scene. Um, let's talk Linda Carter for a moment. She's playing. A, uh, a character known as Asteria. I, I, I hope that they can bring this character back. I hope they can make this character meet and mentor uh, Gal Gadot's character just a little bit. 
Um, don't know if it's going to be in the third movie. They just, uh, Patty Jenkins just announced that they are going to have a third movie. She is going to direct it. I think that's what came in the announcements. I was checking before I got on to uh live stream, uh, this, but Hey, it is what it is. I, I really, really hope and that, you know, the next Wonder Woman movie, I hope Thursday time is the charm and well, excuse me. Didn't get my notification that my camera was going to act up a little bit, but I, I was, I, I really hope that the third movie, which they say is going to be in present day, they're not going to do any more flashbacks, no nineties, no, no early 2000s. It's going to be present day. And I really, really hope that, um, you know, that we could get more of Linda Carter in, you know, 2020 has been real sucky. People have been going left and right in 2020. Um, you know, we, we lost ecstasy from, you know, uh, from Houdini, uh, a lot of actors, a lot of, you know, people, I mean, I've had family members, um, who passed away this year and it's, it's, it's it gets really rough, but, um, the thing about it is, is, you know, Let's 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 try to appreciate and get these things out as soon as we can. Try to get some entertainment, bring some joy to people, to try to uplift a few spirits, especially coming up in uh, 2021 after after this year. Okay, so pretty much that's it, guys. That's all I got for the recording. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. We ran a little bit over what we normally run over. <laughs> hey, Wonder Woman, the apology. That would be something else. But hey, who knows? Hopefully the next Wonder Woman will take a more aggressive tone. We'll have more focus more on her warrior spirit. Um, less gold and armor, uh, more sword shield, uh, a more a more what's hell I say, challenging villain. You know, the first movie had she was fighting the gods, which was great. This one, uh, not so much fighting artifact, fighting the effects of an artifact, which is which is kind of keeping in the theme. But it would be great for the next movie. Let's go and really dig into the Wonder Woman mythos. Get one of her more powerful, you know, villains or something that's worthy that makes her have to think, struggle, and gets a lot more action. That's what it really felt like this movie was missing, was more action. I think, well, we had one, two, we had the, the, the mall fight, the desert fight, um, the cheetah fight, and the White House fight. We had four action scenes, four, for a two and a half hour movie, just four, and they weren't all that intensive. Come on now. Superheroes is about action. Let's get some action in there. Anyway, no, we're not going to introduce Wonder Girl. We're not going to introduce Teen Titans, all that. Leave that to the streaming services. But anyway, hey, thanks a lot, everybody. Appreciate you popping in. Thanks to my man, Ron. Thanks to my man, Omar, for popping in, giving me some commentary and giving me a few talking points that I could reach out and touch. And anyway, as always, I like to say, if you can't say anything nice to anybody, don't say it at all. Send me a note on Twitter. Let me say it for you. Anyway, peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. I guess I need to go ahead and hit that funky outro music. Let's hit that funky outro music because you got to want it. And let's fade it in. Peace, y'all. I'm out of here.
man. It's something else. It gets real hot in here, and I'm really, really appreciate each and every one of you that take the time to listen and contribute. You know, especially my old school friends, man. You guys are the greatest. I, I really, really appreciate the support. Hey, have a happy new year. I'm going to go ahead. The next one is going to be in 2020, 2021. This is it. I'm signing off. This is the last live going full nerd one for 2020. Hopefully we could do something. Maybe I could hit the lottery this week or something. And we could really start 2021 off with a bang. And let's start it off with a good bang. Peace.